time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Hey, welcome back Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. And we have in the studio, Brian Falconer today with us as co-host. How you doing today, Brian? Hey, I'm doing good, doing good. Awesome, man. So let's jump right in. What are you smoking today? Today, I am smoking a Crow Magnum Aroma Craft. Nice, man. You know, I'm a big fan of all Roma. Yes, sir. And I am actually smoking this not on Thursday, but on Tuesday. All right. All right. Well, you know, every day is a good day to Roma. Yes, sir. And I love this stick, man. Uh, the nice hints of wood and leather. Oh, this is a good stick, man. Well, a you real know, good stick. I was in uh, the Leaf, I guess it was uh, last, I want to say Friday. And we were getting ready to go out of town, and Jay got in a couple of new boxes of a stick that I hadn't tried before, and it was uh -huh. the Alec Bradley Magic Toast. Okay. And, you know, I don't smoke a lot of Alec Bradley, uh -huh. but the ones I do smoke, I do like. It's just not one of those brands that I gravitate to, I guess you'd say. Gotcha, gotcha. And anyway, this Magic Toast caught my eye, one, because the band was really cool, <laughs> and uh, but two... Man, look how dark and oily that yes, stick is. Yes, that is. And that's not normally what you see with the Alec Bradley. No, it isn't. So I was like, I got to try it. So I just bought one. And anyway, uh, I smoked it while I was in Lubbock. And I was like, dude, that's actually a good <laughs> stick. So when I came back, I bought a couple of more. A few more. Of Great stick. I'm really enjoying it. And, you know... As dark and oily as it is, it's really more like a medium profile. Okay. Uh, it's not, you know, anything crazy. You get some uh, cedar. You get some chocolatey notes. Uh, not anything crazy, but yeah. it's a good, solid smoke. I've enjoyed it. That's cool, man. That is real cool. So uh, let's talk about what we uh, have been doing locally here. I know uh, I've been up to the Leaf uh, quite a bit. I haven't seen you at the Leaf. Yeah, I've been out of town dealing with uh, family issues. Oh. Rolling my daughter's getting ready to go to uh, Cuba. She's going to be working at uh, Guantanamo. Oh, yeah, you yeah. told me about that. Yeah, so I'm trying to get her prepared for that, you know, get my mind prepared for Get it. you prepared for <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. She's going from working with the worst in Texas to the worst in the world. Right. So, yeah. Daddy has to get his mind right. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. And it's funny you say that because tomorrow, actually tonight, my daughter leaves. Mm -hmm. She's going to go stay with uh, a group that they're all leaving for Africa tomorrow. Okay. okay. And so she's going to be over there for a couple of weeks doing mission trips. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that's something that I've had to kind of, you know, yeah. it's like, man, <laughs> that's on the other side that of the, the planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, she'll be back. Uh, I think she's going to be gone for about two weeks, and then she comes back, and I think she's home for 10 days. Mm -hmm. And then she turns around and goes to a medical mission trip in the Philippines. Oh. Yeah. Her passport has how many stamps? Oh, well, wait a minute. She goes over there for two weeks, uh -huh. comes home, and then she got accepted to the uh, mission uh, facility down in Australia. She's going to be down there. She'll stay, She'll be home for like, uh, I want to say, about a month after the Philippines. And, and then, then she, she goes to Australia for six months. Mm. And the cool thing about going down there is that they actually have a school. Okay. And she'll be going to school and doing stuff every day for like, uh, I want to say, three months. And then after the completion, they actually leave and go on missions like to Africa yeah, and everywhere else uh, around Indonesia, Indonesia. Okay. everywhere. So okay. we know she's going to 
Australia for three months, but we have no idea where, where she's, she's going after that. Those last three months. I got you. I got you. That's that's where my mindset is with my daughter going to uh, Cuba. It's, uh, you know, you have to let them go. She's 25 years old. Uh, she's married, but <laughs> she's still mine. Yeah, you're you're yeah, still big daddy. Yeah, and she she comes to me when she needs advice about things. So, you know, I just have to uh, let or, her go. Hey, if she's anything like mine <laughs> or money, no, <laughs> no, no, she's no. got her own money. Yeah, I mean, she was a sergeant with TDCJ. Oh, I got you. And then her husband, he's in uh, Kuwait right now doing a contract over security contract oh, over wow. there. So, you know, they're doing their thing, and that's what I'm I'm enjoying. I think you got to be Lord proud about that yes, too. I yeah. thank the Lord about that because they're preparing their lives for you know the next ten years, the next fifteen years, because she has a plan and. Running that plan, I just sit back. I'm like, okay, do what you do, but you know, daddy still got to be worried now, about it. Does she have any kids? None. I have no grandchildren. Wow, and None. you're so old. That surprises I me. I am not old. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Fifty like, two. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, in fact, I was talking to the old cranky buzzard yes. earlier. He's what's up? What's up, cranky buzzard? He's uh fifty two. Oh, yeah. Have you seen him cook, dude? No, I've heard about oh, it. Oh my gosh! I've heard about it. Dude, you got it. He's always posting pictures of what he's cooking on the weekends. Dude. And he said next week, if Uh he can work it out, he's going to come to the Leaf and hang out with us. Bring the food, brother. Bring the food. Yeah, all right. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, hey, and I also want to see it. We haven't seen each other for the last week most uh-huh. of the time. So, have you uh, tried any new sticks while? Uh, yeah, I tried that Whiskey Rebellion, that Aroma Craft Whiskey Rebellion. Oh, dude, I'm loving that. Wee, that's all I can say about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I, you know, it's a little more toned down than other sticks that try to do that, especially you know with the flavors that they put in it yeah it's toned down it is it's a perfect wind down stick it's something that you can sit there and no matter what time it is a good morning stick it's a good afternoon stick and then you know at the end of your day you're trying to wind down get your nice little glass uh bourbon it's an anytime stick anytime it really is stick, man. he hit a home run with this one bro. yeah I, I agree and there's you know there's some sticks that i mainly smoke in the uh-huh. morning or early afternoon uh-huh. and then there's some sticks that i uh smoke you know Almost always in the evening. Uh-huh. One of the new sticks is the one I'm smoking. I hadn't tried that one before. Uh-huh. And then, uh, man, I, I don't even know how to say it, but there was a cigar while I was up in Lubbock that Smoking Brad turned me on to. Okay. And I don't know if you saw that picture I posted on Instagram of it, but it had like the, uh, I want to say, Japanese writing on yeah, it. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, and he told me what it was, but it's called, Smoking Brad picked this cigar out for me, and it was uh, the Hamaki. Uh, from the, uh, I don't even know how to say the name of the company. <laughs> it's V-I-A-J-E Cigar Company. V-I-A-J-E? Yes. Oh, okay. We'll like just... Viajas. Viaja. Viaja. Viaji. Viaji. Something like that. I don't know. Viaji. Anyway, it was a great smoke. I appreciate Brad. He's He always knows how to find me a cigar that I had never had before. And, man, it's, it's great to know a tobacconist oh, that yes. knows your profile Profile. you know what i mean and so i went in there and every time i go in there i'm like hey man what do you got that's new that you think i will like and so far every time i go in there he picks one that i really enjoy i appreciate my two days up there in lubbock with uh smoking bread man it was just oh yeah you got to go hang out with brad yeah man he took took care of me he took care of me and then he hooked me up with my favorite those punch egg rolls oh yeah dude they had some when i was there i was Uh, like dude you still got these I wish so. you'd have let me know. 
Well, next time I go up there, I'll let you know. And I also went by and seen our friends over at Smoker's Haven. Okay. And they had, I want to say, like two boxes of them. Oh, man. So uh, I got to get back to At least that's it. where I think I was. You know, I've been to so many cigar shops <laughs> this week, I can't remember which one was which now. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so let's talk about our sponsor, which is uh, McAllow Cigars. McAllow. Man, and I tell you what, I have been on a medallia kick yeah. all week. Uh, I never get tired of those. And that's another smoke that's any time, day, noon, anytime. night. Yes, sir. And it goes with coffee or bourbon yes, sir. equally well. I loved uh, that medalla with some Sumatra up there at the leaf. Man, oh, just sit there and just zone out. Yeah. Zone out. I'm done. I'm done. My All those stressors that I had throughout the day. And you know what's funny is my two favorite coffees at the leaf is the Sumatra. Uh-huh. And the Costa Rican. Costa Rica, yeah. I, that yeah, that yeah. Costa Rican is a little more lively. You know what I mean? It's got that kind of, I don't know, I, I hate to say fruitiness to it, but you know what I mean? You kind of yeah. get like a bombardment of, of flavors, s- some yeah. different flavors yeah. that you don't get in the Sumatra. Yes, sir. The Sumatra for me is just coffee. Yes, sir. It's that you know cool, what I mean? It's that cool coffee for me because you can sit back with that and you recognize everything that's in it. And you match it up like with the uh, McAuliffe medallion and you're just like, okay, everybody leave me alone. Let me sit here. And if a, if a conversation comes up, I'm with it. But other than that, I'm cool. Just like this. Man. Yeah. Either way. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. I'm with you on that. Uh, this episode is our monthly music selection. And I got to tell you, I tallied up across the board from the first two shows that we did with music. Dun, we do dun, this, dun, dun. Yeah. We do this once a month. And right now, I hate to say it. We're neck and neck. Why well, hate to say it? Why be a hater, man? I'm not hating. I'm okay. just saying I know okay. that I have better taste in music <laughs> and cigars and booze. Bruh. I, you know, just all Bruh. over the place. Bruh. Well, I will give you credit, though. You got you, you dress nicer than me. <laughs> so I'll give you the taste on that one. So anyway, we've already uh, gone through and got Bryant's music picked out. Okay. And uh, well, I say we. He picked out his yes, music. Yes, I'm sir. just gotten it in the machine ready to play. So what are we going to be starting with? Number one is going to be, it comes from a guy that used to play basketball in college and in the pros. His name was Wayman Tisdale, God rest his soul. See, I remember the name. Yeah, man. He was a a strong power forward. Uh, He left the NBA and started started playing jazz. He was a bassist. Oh, really? Oh, man. You need to hear this song. So my number one is going to be from Wayman Tisdale called Can't Hide Love. See, I hear that. And right off the bat, I'm like, kind of. Surprise. Yeah, see, some, pe- some people hear that at the beginning and they think of Earth, Wind, and Fire, but it's actually Wayman, man. But wait till you hear this bass line when it starts. Wait, 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 wait. Here it comes. Now, is there singing too? No, it's just so it's all just jazz. Yes. You hear him playing that bass? I line? do like the bass. Yes. Yeah, I do. I like the bass. Now the horns are a little too much yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's a full section. He has a he I has get a you. full section band with him, and it's just like, man, this this song here can sit just you can just sit back and just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta tell you, I'm really I'm not feeling it. Okay, hey, I do. Hey, I'm I'm you know, you know, I was thinking about this earlier, uh-huh. and music is a lot like cigars. It's, I will agree with you on that. It's all in perspective. Mm-hmm. It's all relative, and because it's individuals. Oh yes. And so, 
not feeling it, brother. All right. Well, here, let's for those that, what's, what's the next one? For those of us that did feel it, we're going to go to number two, which is Jamming by Bob Marley. Now, see, that's a surprise to me, too. Now, for everyone at home or in their car, you're so lucky that you're not here with us right now. You'd be seeing, you'd be seeing some grown man looking like he's on the beach. Hey, when you talk about 100% true reggae, Bob Barton. I guess I'm not, I'm not a big reggae fan. Me neither. I was raised off Peter Tosh. Like my brother, he loves reggae. Yeah, so he loved it. Oh, yeah. Like well, he, saying, he knows this. I was raised off Peter Tosh. That's what my uh, father listened to. And then I gravitated to Bob. So, man, I love this song. I mean, if I was going to listen to a reggae, this would it probably would be. be the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're really going out on a limb for me on these. All right, what's your last one? My last one is going to be Lowrider by War. This song always makes me think of Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Everybody thinks of Cheech and, song, Cheech and Chong with this song. Now, I do have to say that when this song comes on the radio... The volume goes up, and I'm, like, taken back to the 80s. Do you lean back in the seat? If I could, I would. I feel like I should have, like, the little balls hanging all the way around hanging the headliner. The around. A couple of fuzzy dice hanging off the rear view. Right. 13-inch Dayton's on the ride. So that was my that was three your choices three. Wow. of the month. So yes. let me just tell you right now, and I mean no disrespect, uh-huh. but I'm going to blow your socks off. Okay. I mean, I do not take my music selections lightly. I'm very serious about it because I want to provide the best music overall for everyone who listens. Not just me, but everyone. Now, if I could just find them. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Okay, This sir. is going to blow you away, brother. You're, you're going to be probably surprised. No sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when Wait. she's away. That's Bill Withers, man. Yes, it is. And you know what's funny about this? Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. There's been like 50 people redo this song. Mm-hmm. They never got close. She goes uh-huh. away. I watched a uh, documentary on Netflix about this gentleman they called the Black Godfather, and he was Bill Bill Withers' manager, his first manager. I haven't seen it, but I want to see that. You want to see that? You talk about somebody that knows everybody? Yeah. That gentleman knew everybody. I saw people saying that didn't know him, that were all Mm -hmm. famous, like, I want to know know him. him. Yep. When you want something done, oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. I know, 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 I
So a little trivia there. There's 11 I knows in a oh, row yeah. there. There he is. <laughs> All right, so that's number one. Uh, number two, I mean, this is just going to blow you away. I mean, are you are you ready? Oh, baby. I mean, you can't even interrupt that. <laughs> what do you think about that little Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, I kind of figured that. Uh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, here we go. <laughs> but I love Jimi Hendrix. So Absolutely, man. Yeah. man. Absolutely. So we're down to the, my last choice. Yeah. And so far, I think I've already blown you away. I don't think oh, so. Oh, come on. I All right, here we go. So. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's hear number three. Okay, yeah, you got me with this one. <laughs> I know this one very well. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's another lonely you really went there didn't you? i i did i did <laughs> oh but i ain't too young to worry mine too old to cry when i i mean that is some soulful that bluesy me, rock yeah that takes me back to high school man yeah i mean dude just that that tone uh-huh and, I mean, dude, this is drinking and smoking music. And cruising music. <laughs> Ain't too young to admit it. No, I'm not too old to lie. I'm just another empty head. All right, see, we're going to turn that off, but I hate to. I really hate to. <laughs> All right, guys, so you know the drill. Go by the website, click on the contact, send me an email, and in the subject line, put in music choice, and then down below, all you got to do is put in Rob or Bryant, so we can kind of keep tally of where we're going on this, and uh, if y'all want to listen to what we've already put in the list, uh, you can go on uh, Spotify Spotify. and just uh, look for Cigar Talks, uh, what is it? Playlist. Playlist. So look for Cigar Talk Playlist, and you can listen to the music that we've already selected. And uh, anyway, we have a lot of fun doing this. We both really love music a lot. We hope you do, too. And if you ever have any uh, suggestions on music, we're open. You know, I got a guy, listen to this, uh, a, a friend of the show down in Australia. We chat back and forth on a regular basis. Uh, if you don't know him, he's on Instagram as Schmidt-Faced. He was telling, he's the one that sent me an email and said, uh, Hey man, could you play or could y'all pick some music that has been made in the last two decades? <laughs> but, uh, anyway, uh, I told him, I said, dude, I think you're going to be, uh, excited because you're from Australia and ACDC is definitely yeah. on the horizon. And he said, Not everybody in Australia loves ACDC. And wow. I was like, That's just wrong. That is just wrong. Wow. So here's the funny thing, though, is he sent me a, a song 
on Instagram uh-huh. from Brad Paisley. You don't know who that is. He's no. a he's a country singer. I and he heard said the name. and there he has a song called The Cigar Song. Okay. And I'm going to save you the trouble cuz I don't want to make anyone go out and listen to Brad Paisley. <laughs> anyway, the song is he goes down to Cuba, buys a box of cigars, real expensive, comes back, insures them, then smokes them one by one and then claims insurance for, for them burn the, them up. they burned up. And then he goes to prison for smoking cigars. So anyway, uh, I listened to the song because I did a search on cigar songs a long time ago, and that one came up. And but I'm not a fan of Brad Paisley. Uh, in fact, uh, Schmidt Face said, uh, "Well, he's kind of like an acquired taste." And I was like, "Well, I would never enjoy the flavor of diarrhea, so that leaves me out." Oh yeah. So. Anyway, guys, oh, uh, we man. got a great interview coming up uh, with uh, Brian from uh, Cigar Obsessions. Uh, if you don't know, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of Cigar Obsessions because he's everywhere. He's awesome. He He's like the consumer reports for cigar smokers because not only does he review cigars, he also reviews cutters, ashtrays, uh, butane for your lighters, anything that has to do with cigars. He has reviews on it. You can find him on YouTube. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram. He's all over the place, but if you want to find great reviews, he knocks it out of the park every time. So uh, stick with us. We'll be right back after the break. Hey, guys. Thanks for hanging the break with us. Uh, We're here with Bryant from uh, Cigar Obsessions. And uh, anyway, we got turned on to him from uh, Blanco Cigars. We had an interview with David not long ago, and he was telling us about he equates Brian and cigar obsessions to the consumer reports but for cigars so uh, welcome to the show man we appreciate you joining us how you doing today brian thank you very much thanks for having me guys thanks for the invite glad to be here i'm doing very well thank you very much awesome man so let's jump right into it uh how long have you been smoking cigars uh well i'm not very good at math i'm 47 and my first one when i was a 18 so what's that 29 years wow yeah wow you've got me beat wow uh <laughs> so how did you get started smoking cigars at 18 how did what what led you into that it was just a chance encounter i would go after work uh this was a you know right after school kind of job thing and i'd go play pool with some buddies and there's a nice little pool hall in our town and right next door was a little strip mall cigar shop and we'd be playing pool in there and we'd see others enjoying cigars and none of us had ever, you know, ever thought about it before. So we walked next door one day and basically just said, hey, uh, we want to try a cigar, you know, and, and we enjoyed one playing pool and that was it. I couldn't tell you what I had because uh, basically I just told the guy, you know, I know nothing. You know, what should I smoke? Yeah. And he, he gave me a Connecticut. That's all I know. <laughs> hey, and that's, that's a great stick to give someone new. You know what I mean? You don't want to blast yeah. them out of the, and then they have a bad experience and then they never want to smoke again. Exactly. I mean, I don't remember it being, uh, you know, some fantastic experience, but it didn't put me off. It wanted me, it, it led me to try more. It's probably Macanudo, you know, looking back. But uh, that did the trick. Yeah, I always guess that for someone's first Connecticut, they had either a Macanudo, a Monte Cristo, or a Romeo and Julieta. <laughs> yeah, especially back then, you know, the shop was, for the area, a big shop, and he probably had, you know, 5% of what a typical shop today has. Wow, <laughs> so yeah. Selection was limited back then. Yeah, it's not like it is today, for sure. No, there was no such thing as a boutique. <laughs> 
So how long have you been doing uh, Cigar Obsessions? This is my 10th year oh, doing Oh, congratulations, it. And, man. And I'm somewhere between year and two and three, like doing it full-time, doing it mainstream, doing videos you. and actually making a good living doing it. We're super stoked about it. We're happy for you because you do a great job. And, I mean, I, I look at – I was telling Brian earlier – uh, you have guys that jumped in to do this, but you have actually been a pioneer of doing social media with cigars. And I mean, uh, it makes me thrilled to know that you've been as successful as you have with it. And it boils down to you got to be passionate about it. And we know that you are. That's certainly true. Uh, you know, part of it is that I don't give up <laughs> and, you know, I, I try a lot of things. I'm not afraid to fail. And, you know, luckily when I started doing this, it was just for fun, just to learn how to edit videos. So I didn't have the need to succeed. So it is what it is. And it evolved over the years. That's awesome, man. So have you always reviewed like everything cigars or did you start out like doing cigar reviews? How, how did your show evolve? Well, it started out uh, literally just me producing videos to learn how to edit videos I, I had no intentions of oh really anybody else watching them yeah uh for the first good month or so i i put them on youtube because that was the place to put them this was pre-google right um and i just needed to learn a video editor because i'd only done still photography and i wanted to learn videos one of my buddies started a youtube channel and he was doing videos about cell phones and stuff and I'd just never done video editing, so I wanted to play around with, uh, back then it was Sony Vegas, and I, I looked around my house, and I said, well, what can I make a video about? And I had, you know, a bunch of cigars, I'm like, okay, I'll just film a cigar, and so I started on my front porch just to get me some footage. <laughs> wow. And I threw it up there, I had no clue that there was such a thing as cigar videos or cigar reviews, I wasn't in that scene at all. My cigar scene was pure B&M. Really? And magazines and, and Thompson's catalogs. You know, that was it. Right. So when people started watching them, you know, it, it was like, hey, okay, this YouTube thing is a thing. <laughs> so it was kind of a surprise. And then, you know, as the numbers started to go up from, you know, single digits to double digits to hundreds, I'm like, okay, well, I'll put some effort into this. You know, moved from the front porch to the back patio, started a little set. And then, you know, grew with lighting and better audio and everything that I'm sure you're familiar with throughout the years. And here we are. Yeah. And it is a, a complete transition because I imagine yourself like myself, uh, I was listening to the show, uh, cigar talk, let's see a couple of weeks ago with my brother. And he was telling me, you know, I really like what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, well, you want to hear something hysterical, go back and listen to episode number one because yeah. the quality <laughs> was just like, oh my gosh, it sounded like we were in a tin can. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know, you don't know what you need to improve until it happens. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when I, when we started doing the podcast, I mean, I literally did the first intro on my iPhone. So the yeah. audio was just ridiculous. But the whole reason behind doing it that way was because I had been talking about doing it for like a year. And I never did. Yeah, I never did. And I, I tell everyone, if you have dreams of doing something, as long as you're talking about it, it's just a dream. And right. so... 
you know, I'm a big fan of Gary V. I don't know if you know who that is. No, but, I don't. Uh, anyway, he's a social media guru. And one of the things that he said in a video I was watching one night was, if you've got a dream, it's just a dream. But if you want to do something, get off your ass and go do it. And <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so I actually did my first episode on my phone right after that video. I was like, he inspired me to, you know, quit talking about it and go do something. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, here we are, and now we're getting to chat with you. So we're already blessed. <laughs> so let's talk about cigars. Are you happen to be smoking right now? I didn't tell you before the show what I'd be smoking. I'm smoking a Viva La Vida from uh, Artisano Tobacco. Uh, have you have you reviewed them yet? No, I don't even think I've ever had that. Okay, well, it's a great cigar. You should add that to the list of your reviews. But anyway. <laughs> I uh, will add it to the list. <laughs> well, yeah, and I can't imagine you probably have this list a mile long. Well, I stopped using an actual list a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I just have kind of sections of the humidor where, okay, these I've already reviewed. I can give these away. I can smoke them. I don't have to worry about them. Then I have sections where, eh, you know, these have been here a while. I should probably do these sooner than later. And then I've got the ones that are coming in fresh. And, well, unless it's something really hot or popular or a time-sensitive review, I'm not going to look at those for a while. But other than that, man, I I can't organize them. It's way oh, too many. I, I can imagine. I mean, you know, we, your regular smokers like myself, you know the cigars that you have at your local BMB. Yeah. And so whenever you like, I'm I'm a member of the Luxury Cigar Club, and one of the reasons I love them is because I get so many cigars I've never even heard of, and mm -hmm. it's like. You know, it's like Christmas. Wow, I get to have a cigar I don't even know about. And yeah. so I love being a member of that for that reason. And, like, they send me so many cigars that I've never heard of, and I really like them. But, you know, when you go to one shop most of your cigar smoking time, uh, it's like you only know what you know. And right. what's available yeah. out there is just I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I'm sure you've been checking out the IPCPR show going on and what they're releasing. And it's just like, wow, how are they coming up with so many more cigars? Oh, it's endless. I mean, it's really an infinite combination, especially with crop differences year to year. You never know what's coming out. But, yeah, I've been scouring the uh, Half-Life videos. They've got excellent coverage this year and really excited to see new stuff really coming out this year. Last year wasn't, you know, terrible, terrible. The year before that was horrid. <laughs> But, you know, it's, it uh, seems it's like they're coming out good. with a lot of good cigars this year. It is. Well, it's over the past year, it's been about 50 50 where the companies are betting on the FDA boot coming down or not. And I think more right now, at least, are betting that it's not. So they're kind of green lighting projects again. Well, that's good for the consumer. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we'd like for you to share with us, if you don't mind, maybe like. You know, not specifically your top five, but like, what's your what's your regular go-to cigars? I don't have any go-to cigars. I might, you know, get on a run of something for a few days, uh, but other than that, there's just so many new things to try that I usually grab for something I've never tried before. And I'm and, the same way, man. You know, I I don't have I haven't had a daily a regular cigar something I bought by the box in many years i mean you know way pre cigar obsession and even when i did that it was few and far between because i didn't have a budget for boxes you know it was maybe two or three times a year i would be able to buy a box of something other than that it's samplers and samplers and five packs that's that was my thing that's <laughs> funny that you say that because that sounds like my cigar history exactly i mean whenever i first got into it i mean on the rare occasion i could buy a box i would 
uh, I'd buy a box of like my father's. I, I bought a box of the uh, Lee Bijou 1922 once, and I love those cigars. But I haven't bought a box of cigars in a really long time because I like to smoke so many different sticks that I yep. don't want to have a whole box of one cigar. And that's why I'm really excited about this absolute explosion this year of cigar clubs or cigar of the month clubs. Oh, I know, it, right? To be a consumer today, I mean, you have at least four or five absolutely rock solid choices and then five to ten more that are you know what most of the time pretty darn good yeah i've never gotten a stick that was bad and Mm -hmm. i found some cigars that i was like i would have never picked that cigar just if i seen it on the shelf and so now it's like wow i have cigars that i am looking for whenever i go to other shops yeah and it's cool because you can then recommend them to people and other shop owners and you know, I've turned on a lot of shops to great cigars because they're in the same boat. They have, we're just consumers. I'm assuming you're just a consumer like me. Yes. But um, imagine being a shop owner and, and bombarded by reps and samples coming in. Hey, you know, stock our smokes. And a lot of owners, they like to smoke the samples first to see if they're actually any good. Right. Good owners are. And then you got to manage shelf space. So it's crazy for them, you know, with the insane amount of variety hitting them on a daily basis all right and you know one of the things that i have said on the show here is if i was a cigar shop owner i would definitely be a member of a cigar of the month club uh i've hit up our local owner and told him man you need to check out luxury cigar club because they're sending you five different cigars that you've probably never smoked before and that way you know when you come across that one or two cigars that you're like oh i gotta have that in the shop and i mean for me uh you know there's no pressure for me to have to stock a cigar if i'm being able to just smoke it whenever i smoke it yep and so i'm a i think that's a great idea i think that more cigar shop owners should jump on that bandwagon because it really opens up cigars that maybe they wouldn't know about absolutely agree and they're not apt if they're a smaller shop especially to ever try these as samples or certainly have a rep in the area for the samples right they're usually small companies oh absolutely many most of the time these small companies don't have reps (laughs) right i've met several guys in the business that i was like so uh which rep would you recommend that we talk to and they're like oh we don't have any reps i'm like wow mm-hmm. okay cool yeah and I mean, you, know, you don't get a rep until you're mid-size right and i mean you have to justify the cost of that and so it's not like when a cigar shop owns or not a cigar shop right. but when a cigar manufacturer starts they a lot of times don't have reps so yep. that, that was an eye-opening thing for me as well to answer your original question, I'm uh, about a third of the way through a Norteño Toro. Oh, nice. Very nice. You started doing video. That's how you got into it. Uh, if you don't mind yeah. me asking, what video software are you using these days? I use the Adobe Suite, so the latest version of Premiere CC, their subscription plan. Okay. Does that work pretty well? I mean... Yeah, it works flawlessly. It's just ungodly expensive. Uh, it's 600 bucks a year just to freaking use your software. I, I hate that model. But I don't have a choice because I need so much of the suite. I need the fonts. I need Premiere. I need After Effects. I need Photoshop. I need Lightroom. So it's cheapest for me just to get the full suite. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm with you. Before, uh, I used to be a photographer full time, and uh, you know, uh, I got Photoshop 4.0 originally, and then I moved mm-hmm. up to 4 or 4.0, and then I think I moved up to like 7.0. <laughs> And that's where I just stayed because, you know, every year it kept getting more expensive. And I was like, I'm really not getting that many more tools 
to keep upgrading. And then finally, uh, now I use CS2 because it's free. Uh, they no longer yeah. support CS2, but it does everything that I need to do. But I, my son started a class in college and he needed Photoshop. So of course I had to get the subscription and I mm -hmm. really, man, I'm just really not a fan of the subscription based platform that they've gone to. No, I'm, I don't know any of my photographer friends that are, um, you know, even when you had these standalone versions, which I held out with as long as possible, but the way they got us all to move over to subscription is by tying in the camera drivers with the camera raw and baking it into Photoshop. So all of a sudden, if you're a professional photographer, you're keeping up with hardware and buying the latest camera bodies. Well, all of a sudden your version of Photoshop doesn't support the files. So you've got to upgrade. Oh, I know. That's so crazy. It's like there's a master evil plan going on, huh? Oh, there is. Profit. <laughs> right. Hey, it so <laughs> uh, what kind of uh, camera equipment do you use? Are you like a DSLR guy? Are you a mirrorless guy i'm mirrorless now i have been for um three or four years i'm panasonic um i'm praying they come out with you know some fix for their horrible autofocus so i can stay with panasonic but man i've been on the on the edge of jumping to maybe sony i don't know there, there's no perfect mirrorless option right now but it's so much better than dslr i still have a bunch of my canon gear and uh, I've always preferred Canon over Nikon and certainly over the Sony DSLRs, but I don't use those much at all anymore. I pulled one out for a job two weeks ago and I hadn't touched it in months before that. But yeah, I'm Panasonic mirrorless right now and we'll see where that goes. That's awesome. Well, you know, what's funny is I was a diehard Nikon guy back in the 80s and mm -hmm. uh, whenever they came out with the autofocus, uh, Canon just totally kicked their butt with you know the lenses they were faster and they were not near as loud as nikon yeah. was and so yeah. i jumped ship i think in 95 and went to canon and i've been canon ever since that's not cheap jumping ship <laughs> no it's really not uh it's it's a tough decision to make because you're like you know after you've accumulated lenses over the years now you're jumping exactly the whole ball game is you know expensive very expensive. Well, I was just curious because right now I'm using a DSLR uh, Canon and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've been reading about the mirrorless and I'm like, oh, I really want to jump ship and go mirrorless as well. And you're talking about uh, possibly Sony. What I love about the Sony is I was reading an article that their software in the camera, you can like pick a face and the camera will always be focused on that face. Yeah, they can even do things like animals. They can differentiate between different people, certain animals, different types of moving objects. They're getting really advanced, and they have a great autofocus. Well, that's crazy. Sure. That is so crazy. Well, yeah, a friend of mine was uh, always Canon, and she shoots weddings, and mm -hmm. she she dumped everything Canon and went to Sony. And I was like, why would you do that? And she said, when I'm doing weddings, I can just pick the bride and groom's face. And I know mm -hmm. that it's always in focus. And I was like, wow, that is pretty cool. That is a scary thought using autofocus like that for a wedding. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Ooh, no, no, no. So... Mm -hmm. I, I was never really a wedding photographer. I did a few, but man, that was my least favorite thing to photograph. Oh, that was my most favorite. Really? I absolutely loved it. challenges every single aspect of being a photographer. You have to be good at people Everything. and portraiture and night photography and action and landscape and stills and architecture and uh, product. You have to do it all really well and do it quickly. 
and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, and but, you know, the part I didn't like was the quick. I mean, you don't have time to second guess yourself you got to know what no. you're doing when you're doing it why you're doing it i mean it's just bam 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 and that was the one thing that i, I just wasn't a big fan of was the quickness gotcha uh, I, I love the people so that was the part that you loved and then except except for the mother or mother-in-law they were not always you know <laughs> they're always right over your shoulder telling you how to do your job yeah yeah so that's where having a good team and a, a good wedding planner you know comes into play oh yeah <laughs> yeah for sure so tell us about uh some recent cutters that we might be interested in been really in love with the obviously the cuban crafters perfect cutter for many years as my guillotine um, since I got the Calibri V-Cut, I've stopped looking for any other V-Cut because that does an absolutely perfect job for that. I had uh, Zycar. It's great. Um, I mean, the Zycar cuts just as well, but it's a much shallower cut. And I right. definitely prefer the deeper cut of the Calibri. So, man, those two have been my absolute go-to. I don't touch anything else. I got a bunch of punches for the rare cigar, but that's great for really delicate caps like the Padron Singles. Or uh, like the box press large ones like the, um, the CAO Flathead series, especially like the 770. Because if, if you try to cut those, you're going to pinch them. Right. And uh, we were actually talking with Jay at the shop. He's the owner at the Leaf. And he was saying, I think it was the Flathead, uh, what's the 554, something like that? Something like that. And uh, because it's a square head. And yes. it just works so perfectly to punch that in and you get yep. a great draw and you don't screw up the end of the cigar. And I've got two punches on the bottom of my uh, Prometheus lighter. So the larger one is, let's see how big this is. Uh, it looks about maybe 80 millimeters for the large size. So, you know, one of those usually does it for any normal size cigar. What other accessories do you uh, do reviews on? accessories not that much these days it's whatever a company is coming out with and sends in um you know more lately than not they haven't been that great or they've had some major flaw and i'm happy to review for the people and give them press but i always give them feedback if they ask for it nice um there was a special ashtray coaster combination lately and uh luckily the guy took the constructive criticism and changed the product and as I understand it, he's got a new version out that works really well now. So, you know, I like to see that happen. Um, I've got a bunch of different ashtrays that, you know, I keep out on the patio for herfs and just having parties and all that kind of good stuff. And I definitely have a couple that I really love. There's my favorite ashtray is from Avo. It's this really wide and fairly shallow one, but it's got great big lands and it's kind of shaped like a punched out record. Oh, nice. And it's uh, porcelain, and it just works perfectly. I love that thing. I'm a huge fan of uh, I've got of some porcelain. others that work really well that are more deep dish. Every one that I have that I really love tends to be porcelain. Yeah, I'm a uh, fan I'm not of a real porcelain. big fan of uh, the plastic or the metal ones. They don't seem to. Yeah, I, I want it to have some weight to it. You know what I mean? It just feels more stable. And it stays cleaner. You can you know wipe it more easily. You're not screwing up the artwork don't have to worry about rust how often do you do uh, a new show on youtube well i have generally three to four scheduled every week and that's a combination of weekly series like my ash drop with cigar and pipes or smoking saturday with smoking a uh, couple of reviews at least if new things get sent in like tomorrow i've got one going up for oh geez what is it 
um, Ask Quarterly. It's a new magazine. It's a small format magazine, four issues a year, and they're kind of doing a cigar club too. So they send out a bunch of cigars with each magazine, and then for every sale, they uh, donate a stick to Cigars for Warriors. Oh, so nice. that just came in, and I'll be doing a promo video on that. I'll probably shoot it tonight, and it'll go up at midnight. So, you know, the week stays pretty full usually. Yeah, it sounds like it's very full. I mean, just uh, doing the weekly podcast on our end, uh, I know the show is not the part that takes me a lot of time. It's the editing. And so yeah. is that how it is on your end as well? It was in the beginning, but I have it very streamlined, um, especially shooting weddings. If you do a lot of weddings, you must streamline your process. And I took that effect and applied it to my videos. So I have presets and templates and keyboard shortcuts for absolutely everything possible. For the average review, it takes me from putting the card in the slot to it up on YouTube about 10 minutes. Are you serious? Yeah, because because I have it so down and so automated. But in the beginning, it was, I mean, starting out like the very first videos, it was probably an hour or more. It took me longer to edit than to film. Yeah, that's, and that's how I am. I mean, I'm doing my own editing, and I have no experience in audio editing. So mm -hmm. learning as I go, uh, I wish that it could only take me an hour to edit each week. Usually it's more like the three to four hours uh, for a small show. The audio was something that really gave me fits for a long time, and it wasn't until I just finally decided, look, I've got to spend the big bucks and get the right microphones that transformed my process. Uh, that's one key thing. I get absolutely everything possible right in camera. I do absolutely no audio editing. It's all perfect. Really? Directly on the card. And uh, I had to go through another shift because what I had working at my previous house, we just moved into this one in uh, September, didn't work here. So wow, uh, I, you know, I had to scramble, and there were a few videos there where oh, it just sucked. You know, trying to clean up the audio. <laughs> yeah, audio can be pretty tricky, and you know, it's we, unforgiving. Oh, very unforgiving. And we we take the show on the road and do interviews at local shops and talk to owners mm -hmm. and cigar makers. And sometimes, so you know all about air conditioning noise and oh, noise and background music and humming. And <laughs> yes, and I'll tell you, the, the toughest show that I edited, we were at the Paladin Cigar Lounge in Fort Worth, and we actually recorded the show just right out in the lobby where everybody was. I mean, like all the customers. Oh, and oh that's painful. <laughs> I really didn't think I was going to be able to salvage the show at all. And wow. in fact, I even sent it to an audio engineer and had him edit a little bit of it and his was actually worse than what i did and oh, so uh i actually made it salvageable and it really worked out way better than i thought it was when i first listened to it i thought oh well, this is trash this is going to be embarrassing that you have to redo it you know what i mean right so what do you got coming up uh, on the horizon anything uh, new uh we'll say i heard a rumor that you have your own line of cigars now that is uh not a rumor that is definitely confirmed uh, it's not just me i was just one of uh many many hit and still being hit i have no idea what direction youtube is trying to take but they are shifting to something else that's all i can say so okay um as far as um myself and other cigar related channels is concerned or concerned yeah we're demonetized basically anything that they clarified the rules finally 
because uh, for the past several weeks, people had been getting demonetized, and it appeared to be an error. This had happened many times over the years. It's a regular occurrence. So now we weren't too concerned about it. And even my YouTube manager and support staff, uh, they were confused. So long story short, the left hand wasn't talking to the right until a few days ago when YouTube actually put out a video. They have their own um, creators video where they talk about new rules and changes to the system and yada, yada, yada. Well, they clarified the rules and anything tobacco related and a whole bunch of other stuff is now no longer eligible. Really? That, that was never there for, you know, 10 years. Wow. <laughs> the only rule had been no illicit drugs, which of course tobacco doesn't or controlled substances was the exact term they had on the books. And now tobacco now, is a no go. And they specifically call out cigars. They have a very detailed list now of what's prohibited. Really? And, uh, Basically, they said, you're not welcome. So wow. it turned out to be a blessing in disguise because I have moved to opening a Patreon account, which I had never wanted to do. Still not thrilled about it, but it's going to work out for the better because there were some things in there I had no idea existed. So with this happening, my whole reason for never wanting to do it was I didn't want to double dip. I was being paid by Google and I was perfectly happy with that. I had no interest in, in Patreon. Right. Well, now that, that limitation is removed. So I moved to Patreon, created the account. It blew up in the first 48 hours, and we're golden. So there are some cool features in Patreon, one of which is they kind of give you a discussion forum built into it, and I had no idea it was there because I'd never used it before. And it's kind of like a cross between Instagram and Facebook groups, but without the bad parts. So you've got this core group of your supporters that you can make posts to and have private messaging and polls and images and videos and all that kind of good stuff. Well, all right, man. Well, hey, we thank you for coming on the show. Tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on the web at CigarObsession.com or just search YouTube for Cigar Obsession, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, everything's Cigar Obsession. Really easy to find. Yeah, if you type in on Google just Cigar Obsession, you're blowing up everywhere. So yep. everything's right at the top of the website. Just go there and everything's there. Nice. All right, man. Well, hey, we thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing what you're doing and how you do it, man. A lot of people don't know the behind the scenes on how all that works. So we appreciate you just, you know, being forthcoming and letting us know. Well, I appreciate the invite. Happy to be here. Thank you very much. All right, man. Well, take care of yourself. We'll talk again soon. Hey, we want to say thank you to Brian for coming on the show from Cigar Obsessions. Uh, man, we love what he does. I, I love having somebody doing basically the cigar report for cigar smokers. Uh, you got Consumer Reports, and now you have Cigar Report, which is Cigar Obsessions. And he has the cigar line that you definitely should check out. It was blended by Blanco. And I've had the first third, and it was great. I really want to get my hands on that third third. So I'm excited <laughs> to do that. So anyway, it's that time of the show where we announced this week's weekly Luxury Cigar Club winner. Uh, if you want to have a chance at winning, all you got to do is go by the website and register. We just need your name and your email address. And then uh, when we uh, do random draws each week, we call out names. We send them the promo code and they get a free box from Luxury Cigar Club. It couldn't be any easier. So go by our website. Make sure you register. We love sending out these weekly giveaways. Anyway, this week we have Paul Sorensen. 
and he is from New York, New York. New York. Yeah, so congratulations. Uh, this week's lucky winner, and uh, I'll, I'll send you the code, and you'll get your free box from Luxury Cigar Club. Uh, but right now, let's talk about our Patreon uh, account or yes. whatever, the Patreon support page. Uh, and we were talking, I was talking to a, a good friend of the show, Cranky Buzzard, and we were talking about it and just wanted to make sure that everyone understands that if you do participate, uh, that money is not going into my or Bryant's pocket. No, it isn't. Uh, that money will help support the show. And here's the way we're going to use any of that money. One is we're hiring a audio engineer because even though I've come a long way from episode one, when it sounded <laughs> like we were in a tin can, I am not an audio engineer. So I, I, I do the best I can. But it also takes up a huge amount of my time. Uh, back when we did the Romacraft, I actually did editing for 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was just beat. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like it's a lot of work, but it's mental work mm-hmm. that is really tough. But anyway, so with the Patreon money, what we're planning on using that money for is we're going to hire an audio engineer. And then we're also going to buy some new dynamic mics which will help us because right now we are on two mics and we need to add four more mics because when we go on the road, we need to have separate equipment because we have to tear down the equipment in the studio and take it with us. And not only is it a pain in the butt to tear down and reset up and then tear down and reset back up once we get to the studio, it's really not good for the equipment because these microphones are very sensitive and banging around and stuff like that. They're not really made for that. So the dynamic mic, are a little more sturdy and they're made for travel so we're doing that so if you want to support us uh right now on the website i have it set up wrong i'm gonna change it up uh probably tonight so by the time you hear this it'll be set up correctly but uh, we also just received our original cigar talk poker chip they're black and white and uh anyway if you go to our patreon account sign up for that uh at a dollar 99 we're going to send you uh the poker chip and if you sign up for the level two the light em up crew we're actually going to give you a shout out on the show and we're still going to send you the poker chip and then if you go to the uh full-blown support which is 6.99 a month we're actually going to have you on the show talk about how you got started smoking where you smoke and what you're smoking so if you'd like to support the show uh go by our webpage, look for the poker chip and click on the link next to it that'll take you to the patreon page uh, if you want to support us man we really appreciate it and if you just want to listen man we are very thankful for that too yes, yes. so uh you know we just want to bring you the best possible show and unfortunately uh i'm not money bags and i know brian's not either yeah we work i work for the state so that's all you got to say <laughs> so anyway let's talk about what's coming up on next week's show next it's week. finally here it is we're announcing the top 10 cigars of the first half of the year and uh we're going to go over each cigar and we're going to have chris back on the show from the luxury cigar club and here's the reason why they are actually going to carry the top 10 cigar box from cigar talk Yes. So you'll be able to order it, and it's going to be very limited. I think we're only going to be doing like the first 20 orders, but we're going to do, uh, and that's the other way that you'll get a poker chip. All of those orders will include the 10 top cigars uh, from Cigar Talk and the Cigar Talk poker chip. And so we're going to have him on the show. 
uh, get his input, what he thinks about the selection I've made. And just so you guys know, it's not going to be like some outrageous landish cigars that are going to be 20, 30 bucks a piece. These are cigars that I smoke on a regular basis. Yes. And everybody knows that when you smoke as many as I do, you're not buying 20, $30 sticks. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we just want to say thank you to Chris and everybody over at Luxury Cigar Club for partnering up with us to uh, supply those cigar boxes. We're excited about it. I know lots of guys have already told me that they can't wait to get their hands on it. Yeah, we truly appreciate that. Yeah, so anyway, guys, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next week. And until next time, keep smoking. Keep smoking.